Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. Good morning, as they say in Saudi Arabia, salam, salam to you. Another week we begin reading through 1 Samuel. Feels like we started this when I was in junior high school. This is going on a long time, right? But this is the pace I like. And some of you have written me, contacted me and said, we like this pace, not large paragraphs, but sometimes just a verse or two. We're studying about this interesting episode in 1 Samuel about David and Abigail, who was married to Nabal, who was a fool. And David has got incensed by the way Nabal treated the servants that he sent. He just wanted a little food. It's sheep shearing time. David said, just we protected him. We've been watching over him for a couple of years. Just ask him for a little, a little taste, as they say. Nabal just insults everyone. Fools go out of their way to insult people. So Abigail has cut David off at the pass, literally, and brought a whole bunch of uh, goodies and food and has said to him, don't do it. Because David has made up his mind. What? He insulted my men. I'll not only kill him, I'll kill his family, I'll kill his servants, I'll kill his cattle, I'll kill the grass. Lack of proportion. Why would God put that in there? Because we're David. We get angry. We let people who are fools and foolish provoke us. David said to Abigail, verse 32, chapter 25, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, who has sent you today to meet me. May you be blessed for your good judgment and for keeping me from bloodshed this day and from avenging myself with my own hands. Otherwise, as surely as the Lord, the God of Israel, lives, who has kept me from harming you, if you had not come quickly to meet me, not one male belonging to Nabal would have been left alive by daybreak. Then David accepted from her hand what she had brought him and said, go home in peace. I have heard your words and granted your request. So now we ask the question, what? We just read what happened. Why would God put it in the Bible? Well, we notice here God's grace for David in keeping him from what he was planning to do. Now, there's an interesting thought. Looking back over our lives, we probably won't see it fully until we are with the Lord in heaven. How many times throughout the years has God blocked us, kept us somehow, some way from doing something we wanted to do, but we had totally out of control one way or another by hatred, by anger, by passion, by whatever, and God blocked us. God sent Abigail there. So we ought to thank God not only for what he's done, we ought to be praising God for what he's kept us from doing. He's full of mercy after the fact when we've committed something, sin, and we repent, we ask for forgiveness, he's full of mercy. But notice here, David didn't even get to do it. Why? He would have killed everyone in sight. God kept him from it. Praise God. Praise God. We praise you, God, for being so mindful of our weakness. Now, notice what David calls uh, Abigail. Abigail's an outstanding woman in the Old Testament here. May you be blessed for your good judgment 
and for keeping me from bloodshed. So now we see another angle. Abigail is full of good judgment. She's wise. She's wise. To have a friend, an acquaintance who's wise is worth 10 that have a lot of money that they might or might not share with you. A wise friend, a wise person who understands balance and understands proportionality. David, what are you thinking? He insulted your men. You weren't even there. And now you want to kill everybody in the province. Wise. We could be a wise friend to someone today. God can give us words of wisdom. You know, the gifts are many in the church that God has placed. And encouragement is one. And with that encouragement, with wisdom mixed in, we can encourage people not to do things. Not only encourage them, don't quit, don't give up. But today we could text someone, call someone and say, don't do that. I heard what you want to do. You're boasting you're going to do it. David, the man after God's own heart, Jesus, son of David, was totally out of control. That's what anger can do to all of us. Get so angry. As they say in Trinidad, we get so angry, they're going to mush it all up. I'm going to mush it up. But that's not good. Because after you mush it up, you find out that you're all mushed up. Notice also here, he kept her. He confesses, you have kept me from bloodshed this day. That goes along with this thought. We can be God's hand extended and show ourselves real friend to someone by telling them, don't do it. Now, she was risking everything. David could have said, hey, who are you? I don't know any Abigails. And your husband's a fool. You even told me that he's a fool. But she stepped out into that in-between spot and she interceded not only to keep her husband alive, but to keep David from feeling the guilt of unnecessary bloodshed. So we have to be brave enough, friends, to tell people that we love and care about, don't do that, you're wrong on this. Now, could they react carnally and get mad at us? Yes, but if we keep quiet, we're complicit because we know what they're gonna do, it's crazy. Oh God, make us a good friend to someone today. And thank you, God, for giving us our best friend, Jesus. Help us to listen to him more starting today. See you tomorrow, God willing. Thank you.